trinket. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined by a guy who's not your ocetosis, Gary Butterfield. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got something to hide except for me and my ocetosis. It's true, Gary. It is true. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bud. Hey, it's been a minute. It's It's been exactly one week, the entirely it's, normal it's, amount of time between when we record. Can you take that line again? How long has it been? Uh, seven days. It's been seven days. Oh, I see. Uh, I just didn't understand if you wanted me to go under there. It's been a week since. Uh, yeah, it's I just I, I, I just didn't understand if I was supposed to go under there. The under uh, pants. I just made you say underpants. <laughs> you did make me say underpants. That means you get the nickel. I get the nickel. Here you are, little bubba. Mm, Enjoy that. Eat that. They're the perfect eating size. They they are. It is a good good size. But most things that are nickel shaped do not taste good, like a Necco wafer. Mm-hmm. You know, or a, or a hard spree, or one of my famous chiseled Oreos. Yeah, chiseled Oreo or half yeah. of a quarter. Uh, don't yeah, taste uh, good. I've been eating uh, nickels and the occasional dime because I really do want to turn into a Dark Souls enemy. Yeah, the the, the slosh around the human piggy bank. Yeah, I'm really excited for someone to murder me and a bunch of coins to pop out. Yeah. You'd also be a, a Scott Pilgrim enemy at that point. I guess so, but that's that's so in the past, Gary. We gotta get with the times. <laughs> Dark Souls. Elden, Elden Rings is out now. Oh. Elden Rings yeah, is I know. Yeah, we can't just spend this whole time seriously talking about Elden Ring. I didn't intend to. I was gonna make fun of you for being so behind on the discourse. Oh, please. Because you went out to a cabin? I went, well, it wasn't really a cabin. It had cabin vibes, though. It was you an Airbnb. You liar. You fucking liar. You told me it was a cabin. I thought it was a cabin at the time. It was not a cabin. It was an ADU. Uh, that was not quite a cabin. Uh, that was an Airbnb with a hot tub run by a guy named Dave. And all cool. he had were John Grisham novels, uh, James Bond movies, and Band of Brothers Disc 2 in his Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's the one where uh, Connor Ratliff's not in it. Yeah, yeah, that's why we watched it. Yeah, to, do, Gary, do you know who Connor Ratliff is? No, no. I also didn't, we didn't, didn't watch the half DVD. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a lot of kayfabe happening in that particular yeah. uh, four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, baby. It's been We're such back. a long time. The kayfabe boys. It's been exactly one week. It's the same amount of time we always take between episodes. <laughs> yep, classic kayfabe boys. Uh, who's uh, this? Uh, this brother. Oh, uh, he's not in Band of Brothers is the whole point. He made a podcast about it. Uh, he oh. got uh, rem- he got uh, cast in Band of Brothers when he was a young, up-and-coming, attempted actor. Uh, and then was told uh, that he was recast because Tom Hanks looked at footage of him and said he had dead eyes. <laughs> uh, and Band now of he's Podcasters. A UC- That's the name of the podcast. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, it's- I love my brethren. It's the uh, podcast is Dead Eyes. Uh, oh, Connor Ralph. It's very funny. <laughs> that, that sounds very funny. Uh, we did watch something very funny. Yeah, while you're there, uh, there's a show on Netflix called Seventy Two Animals. All right. Do you know about this? I don't, Gary. I'm excited to learn about uh, that exact. Is it a reference to like? It's the, the reference to a tournament bracket they've created. 
Okay, it's not a reference to the thing people say about uh, suicide bombers. <laughs> you, do, you do get 72 animals in heaven, but the twist is you have to take care of them. Oh, It's just 17, nice. 72 baby chicks, All and none of them have had small. sex. Oh, good. Um, the, uh, the show, which goes continent by continent, pitting animals as the most deadly against mm-hmm. each other, uh, is amazing. We okay. picked an episode in the middle. Uh, the classifications are random. We chose an episode called Freaks. Uh-huh. Uh, and it just kind of puts them versus a, so it's like a little doc, nature docu, like sensationalist nature documentary. Like, here's the Humboldt squid. It's got 10,000 teeth, mm-hmm. you know? So you learn a little bit about a Humboldt squid. And then the next thing was a, a bee. And then it was like, the bee can't match the squid, but they're not fighting or anything. They just kind of put yeah. them next to each other. Uh, I it, don't really get like it. Like on the screen or in real life? Yeah, uh, on the screen. Okay. It, it's I, like, it, no, and they interview wildlife wildlife experts who did not understand that this was supposed to be a sensationalist documentary. Yeah. So they literally go to a two-toed sloth sanctuary, which the guy goes, the sloth, named after the, one of the seven deadly sins. Very good. Very uh, good. Very good. And then it was just these people doing sloth rescue for these gentle animals. And at the end, it'd be like, the, the two-toed sloth takes number seven. It can't handle the deadly arrowhead viper and the humbled squid. It really feels like these guys should have invested in like one of those like total animal battle simulators or whatever. Like those yes. cheap-ass like the, games. Yeah, or like the thing that they used to use on the History Channel to make Vikings fight knights. Gary, I'm not familiar with this. Uh, Are you talking about uh, time travel and uh, manipulation of old people? Uh, It was a TV show that made machinima. I'd be like, what if we pitted history's greatest warriors against each other? Who would win between a a cowboy and a samurai? No. Uh, No, just uh, like renders. Okay. But Gary, who do you think would be better at Halo? A cowboy or a samurai? Oh, that's a great question. I know it is. Uh, cowboy. Uh, because a samurai has honor and a cowboy sure. does not. Okay. So he'd get those back punches. Those back Yeah. He would do punches. the dirty tricks. Like he'd run you over in his warthog. In his warted hog. He sure. also is a gun user naturally. I understand that some samurai did use guns. Mm-hmm. But in terms of an archetype, uh, a cowboy uses a six shooter, which is not that different from a needler. Yeah, I mean, the really great samurais, the ones who are resurrected by their grandsons via the Black Gate sword, definitely use a gun. And it's use, very use, good. You use more more advanced weapons. It's true. Sure. Spear, gun, whatever it takes. That's the whole point of the Ashina uh, family of combat skills. Yeah, also not a samurai. Um, the, yeah. You know, Gary, not even uh, close to a samurai. Uh, he so. he's in, he's, wears a samurai hat. He's not a samurai, though. He's definitely wearing a samurai hat. If 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 that makes him count, then the cowboy could be Teddy Roosevelt, and he can bring all the Rough Riders and his big stick, and his big and his big stick, and his uh, his brother in the wheelchair who can run him down. Second cousin, dude. <laughs> what am I, a fucking historian? I don't know. <laughs> you know, Gary, I don't make. <laughs> I don't make films. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gary, let me get this dumb joke out. Uh, I don't okay. make films. But they did have a cowboy. If they did, they'd have Teddy Roosevelt's wheelchair-bound brother. <laughs> and his Rough Riders. Roosevelt, of course, famously infirm as a child. Yes. Yeah, but then he went on to become the Bull Moose Ticket. 
He did, yeah, and it, yeah. it takes more than a little gunfire to stop a bull moose. Yeah, he uh, he came, he rose to presidency after the drive-by of M.C. Kinley, a.k.a. McKinley. Mm, I wrote a I rap mean, song about Teddy Roosevelt okay. back in my novelty rap band Sure you days. did. I did. So uh, with the drive-by of M.C. Kinley, Mighty Oz stepped out grimly to take the reins at 1600 Pennsylvania Lane, walking softly carrying a big Glock. He's the toughest. Yeah, like I, yeah, 100% did. Um. So I don't have it all memorized because it's like 25 years ago, but I did do it. <sighs> <laughs> Why have I never deployed any of my actual rap lyrics on this show? <laughs> I don't know. A last vestige of self-esteem? <laughs> deep, deep embarrassment. You become immune to embarrassment at a certain point. It's true. It's what produces uh, Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. When when my old raps got onto Muslims, it was just... Mm-hmm. Bill Marion. Uh, no, that's not true at all. Uh, I, even though I'm also sure that they were not particularly woke because I was a teen. Yeah. The Bill uh, Mario brothers. Is that anything? <laughs> <laughs> it, it made me laugh. I don't know. Yeah. What, <laughs> that's enough of a thing. Uh, myositosis is one of my favorite trinkets. Yeah. I like this more. trinket a lot. Uh, so it's called forget me not. It's a set of flowers. And if you uh, go down to the next floor with it, it will take four pickups that you didn't pick up and put them in the starting room. This to me is great. Uh, yeah, you don't, but- uh, you, you know, maybe you were full up on hearts at the time you fought the boss. You lost a couple hearts refill. And then you got a little refill station. Um, you, you maybe know, you, you were doing something. a, maybe like you were going through the floor and you couldn't get to a spirit heart cause it was behind yep. rocks or over a pit or something. Yep. And just give it, it's never bad. It just lets you hold on to, uh, some, uh, some trinket or some, uh, pickups, you know? Yeah. And to good. be clear, pickups are not items. They're not like pedestal items. These yes. are hearts, keys, coins, etc. Yeah. Bombs and, uh, and such, even though they're, you know, and again, you want to pick these up, but if you can't, this helps you out. Uh, and I find it very useful in the late stages when maybe it's literally just to get some extra hearts that I couldn't get Yeah, or what have you. Yeah. I think, and it, I also think it's an interesting, uh, design space. It's really one third of an item, you know, yeah. hits that target. Uh, and that it gets our everything to guppy guarantee. Yeah. It is one third of an item. That's what the guarantee means. Guarantee void in Tennessee. Uh, and in, uh, currently Texas. Cause they're bad. They're doing yeah. bad stuff. Gary, uh, even though people talk more about current events, please. Well, I, my heart breaks for Ukraine. Sure. Uh, it is, I've been reading about it and it's like, making me weep i'm like looking at pictures of teachers being sent off to war who are just crying like just people who have no business holding a gun and then there's like government just like here's an ak-47 go shoot people uh it's made me very sad and also i'm scared of nuclear war uh being in the hands of just one maniac i had an instinct that uh asking that question would uh ruin the comedy podcast and i'm happy to know i was right your your instincts are always golden, my friend. <laughs> when it comes to ruining things, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, what do your instincts say people should do if they like the show? Mm, my instincts <laughs> don't live in fantasy land, Gary. <laughs> the, well, the first part was fun and good. Yeah, you did that right. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty lukewarm on Guppy these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to win you back. We got to do yeah. an onboarding week for you. Oh, that'd be great. How to get Will back on. Just a lot of all the corners. <laughs> just me really trying to trying to be good enough for you. 
I mean, Gary, that's <sighs> my whole thing. I'm a withholding mother. Uh, yeah. Gary, people like the show. They should give us money. Uh, Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV. Get mm-hmm. access to Bonfire Side Chat and then get angry that this is also there. Yeah, even though we're working on that. Yep. By which I mean Cole's working on that. Yep. Uh, and uh, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict, provided it's five stars. Yeah, like this one left by Alistair Strupwa. Dear Mr. Butterfield, I represent Messrs. Macklemore of the Maximum uh-huh. Fuh Network. It has uh-huh. come to our attention that your podcast, All of It to Gupples, has unlawfully utilized numerous comedy bits copyrighted by my clients. This review is served as notice of your infringement. Failure to immediately cease usage of the protected humor will force me to file a pod suit with the governor of all audio, our lord and savior, Ira Glass. Thank you for your prompt compliance. A. Stroopwaffle, Esquire. I That's... need to figure out uh, if Andrew will be Duck Feed's lawyer. I, boy, don't do that, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Get a bad lawyer who you have no personal attachment to. Like the lawyer from Review or something? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, she's great. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong year. Yeah, she's very good. Yes. Um, oh, that was a five-star review, by the way. Oh, God. Thank God. Okay, then I'll go to jail. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>